Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Tuesday. So I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome day yesterday because today is Tuesday. And today we're still doing our fasting from wrong thinking and today we're at day 11. So please forgive me if you hear some noise in the background. I'm in my car right now at my soccer practice right now. So if you happen to hear some noise... Please forgive me. I know I'm trying to sound like a little stopped up, but it's nothing. But I just want to get over here and tell y'all, today we are fasting from I feel depressed. So how many of y'all have ever felt depressed? Well, you know, like you just depressed because of something happened in your life. Or you depressed because of things. Like maybe you're dealing with depression and it's because, you know, you don't want to get out of bed. You cry all the time. You just feel depressed. I have been there i have dealt with depression before and i know what it's like and it is real it is real come come to tell y'all that it is real real then i didn't think i could ever be depressed or whatever but i know what it's like so i'm going to put my spell on it too so today we're fasting from the thought i feel depressed today we're fasting from the thought they say i feel depressed we often we we have all felt it at time. Depression is now the leading cause of disability in the world. Depression is the number is now the leading cause of disability in the world. So often depression is anger turned inward at ourselves for our shortcomings and our mistakes. Perhaps you thought life is a drag. What's what's the use? I'll never be happy. These thoughts are designed to rob you of your joy and confidence that produce supernatural strength in our lives. So, like, when you feel like life is not worth it or you just feel like, I'll never be happy or i never find my soulmate, I'll never be this person I want to be in life, that is to rob us from our joy and our confidence. So, we're going to change that way of thinking today. Number one, stop condemning yourself. Condemnation. Is that mindset that robs you from joy and peace. In Romans chapter 14, verse 22 say, Happy is the man who does not condemn himself. Do not condemn yourself because God does not condemn you. Mean not, meaning like, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be like, oh, po-po me. And I, no, no, ain't no po-po me. Because we about to bark into 2022. So ain't no be no po-po me or I can't do that. Yes, it's hard at times. Yes, I know that 
Oh, excuse me. They get frustrated at times, but we're not going to condemn ourselves anymore. We're going to stop that right now. Number two, God is still working on you. So be grateful, be thankful that God is still working on you. Number two, um, God is still working on you. And Philip. In Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 tell us to line up on ourselves. He be he he begun a good work in you. He will finish it. Trust God that you are making trust God that you are making progress. You are not standing still. I mean like okay, God's still working on me. Yes, you're not completely this beautiful masterpiece just yet. God is still working on you. There's some things that God want to do in your life. There's some things that God's like, I'm not I'm not through with her yet. This is not where I want her to be. I want to mold her to this beautiful, wonderful masterpiece. Just think of the butterfly, how it was in this cocoon and how it just came out. It was so beautiful. It was just so magnificent. That's what God wants to do in our life. God is still working on us. God is still working in us so you're not standing still. Meaning like you're still working on yourself how to better yourself, not how to be so hard on yourself. Whatever the case may be, God is still working on you. Number three, um, tap into the power of believing. Tap into the power of believing that God, God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Believe in God will trust. God will yes. I know I go through things just like everybody else go through things. Yes, sometimes my faith get a little shaky. Sometimes I be like, God, I don't know if I'm going to make it through. I don't know if I'm going to pull through this. But God, there are times that sometimes I doubt God. Sometimes I be like, oh, God, I don't know if this is going to work out. But then I have to just sit back and think about all the things that God has brought me and my kids through. I just have to sit back like, God, if it wasn't for you, Lord, where would I be? But, you know, we just have to start believing that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. And 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8 say, Though you do not see him now, you believe in him, you are filled with the impressible and, jo- and glorious joy. Believe the promise of God regardless of what you feel. Uh, wait. Uh, believe the promise of God regardless of what you feel and the pressure will begin to leave. I mean, like, you might wake up in the morning, you probably like, I feel depressed. But, but then you got to think, okay, wait. I'm not going to be depressed. Why could God woke me up this morning? I'm going to be happy. Just thought I said, um, um, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. You know, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, you might feel depressed, but regardless of how you feel, you need to learn how to believe. Believe yourself happy. Put a smile on your face. Get up and do your hair. Do your makeup. Even though you're not going away, just get up and get dressed. That will depression will leave you. Depression will have to leave. Depression have to leave you. Number four, reject shame. Jesus took your shame on the cross. No matter what you feel or what you have done, we are all dealing with something. If you feel if you feel darkness, remember God is with you, even in the valley. Yes, He is. Remember Psalm uh, twenty three. Yet yeah, do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod, your staff, that comfort me. Read that. I don't care. This start start this start back getting into into the Word of God. Reject shame. No matter what you may be going through in life, no matter what you may be feeling in life, just know that reject shame. God and God took shame to the cross. 
God took all that shame to the cross. So just know no matter how you feel, just know that God is with you in the battle. When you feeling depressed, God is right there with you. When you feeling mad, God is right there with you. Whatever you may be going through right at this moment, God is right there with you. Why? Because he said, I'm with you in the valley. I'm with you in the valley. Yea, do I walk through the valley of shadow death? <laughs> God is with you. Your rod, his rod, your staff, that comfort. God is right there. He's comforting you. Even through when you're going through your bad time, God is right there with you. Even though you are going through your ups and downs. You know, sometimes we might forget, forget to pray. Sometimes we might forget like God is not there. God is there. He is with you in the battle. When you feel like he's not there, God is right there with you every step of the way. Number five, surround yourself with positive people. That's a big one. Surround yourself with positive people. Positive people, positive thinking and speaking is contagious, just as negative thinking is. Surround yourself with those who create atmosphere victorious with their attitude and work. I mean, like, you don't want to be around nobody's always talking, oh, po, po, me, I can't never get this together. I feel like my world is upside down. My business ain't going like I want to. And, and when they start speaking negative, then you start speaking negative. So you don't need that. You need somebody that's going to speak positive into your life. Positive speaking is positive thinking. Girl, I thank you. Even though my business is not well, Lord, I thank you for my multi-million dollar business. Uh, Lord, I thank you. You know, this is somebody always speaking positive into your life. Thinking and speaking is contagious. So when you surround yourself with people, positive people, you begin to think positive. You begin to speak positive. No matter, you could be having a bad day. All of a sudden, you just start speaking positive. You're like, where is this coming from? Where are this coming from? Hey, it's contagious. Number six, remember... You are not helpless. Remember, you are not helpless. Thoughts of helplessness bring depression. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He has not left you alone. He will never leave you. I have told you all this in previous podcasts. God sent us a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit with us. That's why it's so very important important to for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So when, cause when we get to a point where we don't know what to pray or how to pray, we begin to speak in the Holy Spirit and that way God can intercede for us. We might there are times when I don't even know what to say. One day I remember um my son ran away from home. Why I have no idea why he chose to do this. Why and I just didn't know no didn't know know what to say, how to pray. I didn't even know, you know. Because, you know, when they get a teenager, they begin to start smelling themselves. They think they, you know, they know everything. I didn't know what to pray or nothing. I was just so crushed. But I walked into my kitchen. And I was just like, I just started speaking in the Holy Spirit. Oh, he come back home. I just started speaking in the Holy Spirit. And even though I was hurt and crushed about it, I felt a sense of peace that came over my body. I was like, okay, God. You got this. He's your child. You said you'll be the father to the fathers. God, he's your child. I'm doing the best I can to raise him. I'm getting, he, This child don't have a want for nothing. Lord, I give him to you, Lord. I don't know what I'm doing, but Lord, I, I just start speaking to the Holy Spirit, whatever. Next thing you know, like, with even, even get 10 minutes. I finished cooking. Because it's like a piece that fell over me. Piece fell over me. Knocked at the door. Who it was? It was him. He came back home. I didn't ask no question. I ain't say nothing to him. Cause whenever you ready to talk to me, you can talk to me. That's how I was because I was like, you know, because I could have went in that room and but went off on him. But I was like, no, God said, just let him have his peace. Let him have his time alone. 
Let me deal with him. Let me get him together. And I did that. Sometimes we had to step back from my kids because we feel like, okay, God, I'm doing the best I can. But sometimes we, okay, God, I've done, you know, not, not say you done with them, but like, God, I, I've raised the child the best I can. Now he's yours. He's your responsibility. Because God, I'm done. I'm trying my best. He want to go out here and think he, think he grown. I'm going to let him bump his head a couple times. Sometimes we have to do that. But, you know, I always know the Holy Spirit's right there. It's a seating for ourselves and our kids. And our kids, number seven. Depression comes from a sense of powerless. You have the power to pray and to receive the answer. This sense of power brings joy. Depression comes from a sense of power. It means people don't understand what it's like to be depressed. I'm going to give y'all my spiel um, about this. I have been depressed never in a million years when I thought I would be depressed or deal with any kind of thing of mental health illness. Anything dealing with mental health. Why? Because I thought I was put together. I thought I could handle things. But in 2012, a week before Christmas, a couple days before Christmas, my grandma passed away. My grandma passed away, and I was not able to go to her funeral or nothing like that. I wasn't able to go to the funeral. Ooh, it's like that. I didn't have a good good enough car. I didn't have the money. All that place stuff in place. So, didn't go. Yes, I had family, sisters, and stuff that stayed. That you think they care? No, they didn't care. So that's a different that's a different uh, podcast. So I thought I was okay with. It. I thought I was at peace with. It. But my grandma was the one who raised me. My grandma was like my mom. She was there for me when I needed my grandma. I think my grandma that time my grandma would send me money for me and my kids or whatever. But my grandma, all she would have to do is get on that phone like, make sure you take care of yourself. I can be having a bad day. But just to hear her voice just gave me that, that, that extra push that I know I can do this. I can make it through. I can I can do this. You know, I can make this through. Yes, it's hard, but God, you got me, right? You know, she didn't really too much talk about God, but I knew I knew she knew who God was. Because those little little moments that she would tell me, little things she would tell me, I knew she knew God. So when she passed away or whatever, I thought it was okay. You know, I'm a single mom, raising three kids, doing the best I can, in the church heavily, whatever. Then one day, out of nowhere, um, I woke up, my body went from hot to cold, my heart started racing, didn't know what was going on. So then I went to... um kept going back and forth to the doctor. They didn't know what it was. Because we were in this small little town and, you know, they, they pretty they pretty much didn't know what was going on with my body. So I was like, okay, what is going on with me? I'm thinking I'm losing my freaking mind because I don't know what's going on with my body. So by this time, I was like, okay, kept going back and forth to the doctor. They didn't know what it was. They thought it was my thyroid. They thought it was my blood pressure. Nothing wrong with my blood pressure. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But I was going through this. Didn't know what it was. It was so bad that I couldn't even walk into my house. I felt like as soon as I walked into the living room, I was okay. But when I walked into my room, back to where my kids' room and my room was, I felt like this black shadow. Like I couldn't stay there. My heart started racing and I would have to stay at somebody else's house. I couldn't stay in my own house. If I did, I knew that later on that night, I was going to be the back of the ambulance or somebody. Back of the ambulance. Every night I was the back of the ambulance. Every night. I'm trying to tell you, I was the back of the ambulance. Every night, it got so bad to where I couldn't even work hardly. Couldn't work. I couldn't even drive myself nowhere. Um, got to the bed where I had to wear a heart monitor because I didn't know what it was. 
didn't know what it was. I had to take medicine to keep my heart rate at a certain rate. I I had to take that every day to keep my heart rate at a certain rate. Because my heart would go over 100 beats per minute. I had to take medicine for that. Um, so then I went through this and I was like, the man said, you just stretching yourself out. I need you to work out. I need you to do this. Yes, I was. I dealt with it. I would go somewhere and that's like I couldn't be without my kids because my kids was my, my safe zone. Like my house was my safe zone. As long as I got close back to my house, I knew it was okay. So I was like, oh my God, I can't, I don't know what's going on with me. Then I moved out here to Houston, you know, thinking like, okay, I got it together. I can deal with it. No. Depression, honey, please. I'd be in bed crying. Didn't want to get up. Didn't want to cook. Didn't want to do nothing for my kids. My kids were still little at the time. They could still cook. But I would have to be the one to cook. There are times I, my kids didn't want to go to school because they were scared. If something happened to me or they would stay home to make sure just I was okay. My kids had sacrificed so much for me. But depression is real. I'm trying to take that depression it's real. I deal with the person. I deal with it. I, I tried to long, make a long story short. I tried to take medicine because I told God a long time ago I did not want to take medicine for it. But in my mind, I'm thinking maybe I do need some medicine. Maybe if I take some medicine, maybe it'll help me. You know, I'm thinking oh, maybe I do need some medicine. I don't know. You know, try taking some medicine. The medicine made me sick. I felt like I wanted to throw up all the time. I just felt like I wasn't me. The medicine made me worse than what I was. I'd be in bed. They want to get up and work on my business. They want to do nothing. So I was like, you know what? I got to conquer this fear. I got to get up. I got to get out of this rut. I was like, God, I just need to get up. So one day I got up out my bed. We on Christmas break. So I had a whole idea of plan. Okay, for Christmas break, I'm going to work on my beads. I'm going to work on my lip gloss beads. I had it all mapped up. But depression came in. Depression and anxiety came in. There are times I wake up taking this medicine. Had me thinking I'm losing my freaking mind. So I just stopped taking it. God, I'm going to trust you because you said, I told you a long time ago, I did not want to take medicine. So God, I need you to help me with this depression. I need you to help me with anxiety. When I feel this way, God, I need you to remind me that, um... You got my back. You with me. I'm in this valley, right, God? You said you're going to be with me in the valley. So, God, I need you to help me in the valley. Because, God, I, I don't want to take meds. I see what medicine does to my body. It made me worse than what I am. So, God, I need you. So, sometimes, you know, we have to just be so upfront. Well, I'm not telling you not to take medicine. But I just chose because I saw what medicine did to a person. And I didn't want to be that person. And when I started taking this medicine, I was like, I am that person. I was like, wait a minute. I can't get my own stuff out of bed. I didn't want to cook. That was not me. I, my kids literally had to literally, come on, mom, get up. You can do this. They literally, and my kids, I thank God for my kids. I thank God for my kids because if it was anybody else's kid, my mama, she crazy, she depressed or whatever. But I thank God for my kids because, ugh, Lord, I'm trying not to cry, but I really do thank God for my kids. I really Truly, deep inside, thank God for my kids. Because it wasn't for them. If it wasn't for them pushing me, telling me, Mom, you're going to be okay. You're all right. Telling you, depression is real. I'm telling you. Been there, done it. Do I have bad days? Yes. But the good, I wait the bad. Yes, I still go through depression state. Yes, I still deal with anxiety. But I know God has helped me. 
God will help me. His grace and his mercy is sufficient for me. So I'm telling y'all that depression is real. When you know somebody's dealing with some stuff, dealing with depression or whatever, you be extra nice to that person because you don't know what that person's dealing with. You have no idea. So always have compassion for other people because nowadays people are dealing with so much they don't know what to do. People are killing themselves just doing whatever. So, I just want to give y'all my spill of depression and how I went through it and how I'm still, I still go through it. But yet, God's right there with me through the valley. I have the Holy Spirit to help me every step of the way. So, now we're at think it and say it. I will never be, I will never be depressed another day in my life. I decided to stop condemning myself and beating myself up over my shortcomings. I believe God is working in me every day. I am not a negative thinker. I am a positive thinker. God is with me, with me and in me. Therefore, the person cannot stay. I am not helpless because I have the Holy Spirit living in me. I could command every ounce of the person to lose me and let me go. I command it to be removed and cast into the sea in Jesus' name. So that's what we have to do when God, when the enemy come in with those negative thoughts, saying this day, we got to cast that sucker out. Devil, you a lie. Now we'll go to the pits of hell where you belong. So we have to, as you know, we're about to bark on to 2022. And we need, to, whatever we've been dealing with in 2021, we're not going to take that in 2022. We have to be like, okay, yes, depression thought you had me. Anxiety thought you had me. But I am deliverer. I am free from bondage. God was going to be with me in the valley. Why? Because he left his spirit. He left a comfort, which is the Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, I need you. God, I need you every minute, every hour on the day. So, we have to be that way. We have to be like, God, I need you. God, you know, I told God I didn't want to take medicine. Then my crazy but been trying to take medicine made me sick. And it was like, oh, you got to give it a week. Baby, I ain't got time for all this. The medicine made me depressed. I started taking it that Friday. We got out of, got out of work that night. And I've been taking it. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to stop taking it. And that's what I did. Now I feel better. Why? Because I had to realize some people do might have to take it, but I just chose not to take it. So, you know, that's what we have to do. We're about to walk on 2022. And whatever you may be dealing with, be like, God, we gonna, I'm going to master this thing. It's not going to manage me. I'm going I'm to I'm master this thing. Meaning like, okay, you might be dealing with depression, but I'm going to master this depression. Yes, the doctor may say I have depression and anxiety, but it don't have me. Yes, they might have diagnosed me with depression and anxiety, but it don't have me. Why? Because I'm going to crush anxiety. I'm going to crush depression. Why? Because God said, all oh, that stuff, depression, anxiety, he took that to the cross for me. So why do I need to feel helpless? Why do I need to feel hopeless? Why do I need to condemn myself with my shortcomings? Because God took all that to the cross. God took all that to the cross. So I just want to tell you, today we're not going to be the person. The person is cast into the sea. So <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing, awesome Tuesday. And just know, you will not be the person another day. To say, God will not be the person another day. Why? Because... It's cast into the sea. I'm going to master this thing. Because come come, come, 2022, I'm going to be better than I was in 2021. So, that's what, that's my spiel on today. So, thank you for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing, awesome day. And just know, depression is real. Anxiety is real. And mental health is real. So, just know that. Till next time, y'all be blessed.